Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The Defense Department wants Congress to raise military pay by 2.1% next year. The Pentagon sends Congress a list of proposals for the 2018 Defense Authorization Bill. It includes extensions and bonus pay for health care workers and nuclear officers. It also outlines plans for closing bases in 2021. DOD adds another resource for military victims of sexual assault. The department launches an online educational program to help those who experienced an incident prior to joining the service. The program, titled Building Hope and Resiliency, Addressing the Effects of Sexual Assault, includes coping mechanisms and information on where to get more support. The Pentagon estimates about 10% of total service member victim reports involved incidents that occurred prior to military service. The Air Force grounds its F-35 fleet at a major training base after another example of problems with oxygen systems onboard military jets. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. Over the last five weeks, the Air Force says there have been a total of five incidents at Luke Air Force Base in Arizona in which pilots suffered symptoms of hypoxia, usually evidence that they're not getting enough oxygen. In each case, backup systems kicked in and the pilots were able to land safely. The Air Force had similar problems with pilot hypoxia with the F-22 fighter five years ago. Meanwhile, the Navy has put restrictions on its fleet of T-45 training aircraft while it investigates problems with that jet's oxygen system. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Agency progress in reforming the management and oversight of information technology has stalled. The fourth version of the Federal IT Acquisition Reform Act scorecard released today shows the overall scores of 20 of 24 agencies stayed the same or dropped since December. Only four agencies' grades improved, including the U.S. Agency for International Development, which earned the first-ever A grade on the FATARA scorecard. A permanent open data policy is just one of the recommendations proposed to Congress by the Center for Data Innovation. Policy analyst Joshua New says the ideas in its latest report have already been proposed or debated and can be solved through legislation. Other ideas include requiring corporate data transparency and addressing the LGBT data gap. This is the Center's second list of data innovation recommendations. GSA's difficult week continues with two executives resigning. The top executives at the General Services Administration's Federal Acquisition Service announced they're leaving government on June 24th. Tom Sharp, the FAS Commissioner, and Kevin Yule Page, the FAS Deputy Commissioner, decide to step down less than a week after GSA announced major changes to the makeup of the acquisition service. Last week, GSA says it would merge the Technology Transformation Service into FAS and name a new commissioner who would be a political appointee. Sharp says he will retire. Yule Page didn't say what his next step will be. I'm Jason Miller. The Office of Government Ethics reminds agency ethics officers of the new threshold for reporting gifts, reimbursements, and travel expenses. OGE is raising the threshold for free attendance to a widely attended gathering from $375 to $390. Any gifts or reimbursements from a single source worth more than that have to be reported. Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke gives a clue to how the Trump administration will manage land designated as national monuments. We get more now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Zinke recommends shrinking the Bears Ears National Monument in Utah from the 1.5 million acres designated by the Obama administration. President Donald Trump called for a review back in April. Zinke says hindering multiple uses on such a large area is not the best use of the land. Public comment on Zinke's decision is open through July 10th. I'm Tom Temin. Two senators want to help the Veterans Affairs Department better fill its 45,000 vacancies. Senators John Tester and Jerry Moran introduced the Better Workforce for Veterans Act to give VA more funding and flexibility to fill open regional leadership positions. It would also require VA to survey departing employees to find out why they're leaving. 38,000 vacant positions are responsible for delivering frontline health care. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.